Hi everyone, welcome back to Block Shots. My name is Gautam Dhameja and in this episode, we are going to talk about decentralized identifiers. So in the last episode, we spoke about self-sovereign identity and how that basically allows users to have more control and ownership of their own identity data. How this allows users to use their identity data across several applications without copying or without creating different kind of, you can say, access structures around it. So now how to actually implement that whole thing? How to actually make it possible to use that identity data across different applications? That is where decentralized identifiers come into the picture. Now, let's, let's just start with understanding one, one question here. Can you use your Facebook profile data in your LinkedIn profile? Or can you use your LinkedIn profile data in your Facebook profile? Maybe not. Because both of these different platforms are gatekeeping your identity data on each of these platforms. So if you have a Facebook profile, your identity data is in the Facebook platform. And then if you have a LinkedIn profile, your identity data is in the LinkedIn platform. These platforms do not allow for this information to flow from one to the other. But this is your information. This is your identity data. In both the places, you have the same name, same age, same basically nationality and bunch of other things. But still, you cannot use it. One reason of not using it is because these platforms are gatekeeping it. And the other reason is these platforms have this proprietary format of storing this information. So for this identity data in the Web3 and the blockchain world, in the decentralized space, for us, for the users to use it across different applications, we have to find standards of representing this information in a way so that every other application or platform can use it easily. And that is where decentralized identifiers come into the picture. So decentralized identifiers are essentially a specification created by the World Wide Web Consortium. And what it means or what it represents is that it allows for easily representing the user's identity information in decentralized systems. So basically the decentralized identifiers are described in a specification. And what it says on a very, very high level is that uh, identifier is essentially a simple representation of somebody's identity and there is no other information there. It's just a simple string. It could be your public key or something else. It's just the identifier. But then there is another aspect associated with it, which is called the DID document or DDO. Also, is it, it is called in the specification. This document has the metadata associated with this identifier. So let's say you have a public key, which is your identifier, but then you have a JSON document stored somewhere in your, in your device, in IPFS, in, in some blockchain, which has some metadata associated with it. Now, what this metadata contains, it contains who can access your identifier. It contains what access does it provide to you as an identifier. It can contain many other data as well. And the basic idea around this specification or decentralized identifier is just to, you know, standardize the whole usage of identity across different applications, platforms, blockchains in the decentralized and Web3 world. So essentially, decentralized identifiers are an enabler towards self-sovereign identity. They are an enabler towards getting you more control on your own data. Now, I don't want to go into too much detail of this specification because the scope of this podcast is to explain these technical concepts in a simple language. So I will just keep it here with decentralized identifiers. I hope you got the picture around what they are and, and how they would work. 
And in the next episode, I'm going to cover a little bit about verifiable credentials as well. So stay tuned for the next one. Ciao.